Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Sports to the Max. News Talk 830 WCCO. You're home to the Timberwolves tomorrow night there in Brooklyn. Joining us right now, the one and only Blake Offarber to talk some basketball gopher style and shot clock and Minnesota is coming to Minnesota for high school. <laughs> Blake, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Mike? Good. Always good to talk to you. And obviously, when once hoops start flying, I always think of you right away. And I'm watching this gopher basketball team that we, we you know, it was a modest schedule to start with, but I think people were still pleasantly surprised they played well. And then they beat Pitt the other night. And and they do it with a lot of defense and a lot of you know take you out of your game, and and I thought uh, uh, you know we, we all understand how important defense is, but can you sustain that, or do you have to be uh, more offensively skilled than that, Blake, to 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 win a lot in the Big Ten? What, what have been your impressions? Yeah, no, I uh, I think uh, you know obviously like you mentioned, it was more of a modest schedule to start, but I think at the beginning of the year before any of the game started, if someone would say we're undefeated at this point, I don't yeah. think very many people would have said, you know, would have thought that. So I think it's it's they've been fun games. The team's been working hard, and um, they're, they're actually fun to watch. I mean, maybe the talent hasn't been there like it's been in the past, but the guys definitely like playing together. They're playing hard. And that's all you can ask for as a fan and a coach. But to answer your question, I mean, they are playing great defense. You know, the good thing about the Big Ten is sometimes it is uh, lower scoring games than other conferences historically have been. But I still think you need to have a little offensive firepower as well, not just uh, trying to hold someone off. Because sometimes, unfortunately, offense, offense can beat defense. So, so, like, when you look at this team and you say, okay, second half, they get in one of those matches, who would you look to? Uh, to create offense, and, and how would you go about that? I mean, I think you got to say battle to start. I mean, he's yeah. he's shown he's a, he's a solid player. He's strong. He can shoot the ball. He's tall enough. Um, you know, but I think you know at, at least if it were me, I'd start there. Then you kind of got some other other players that can do some things. But I kind of look to to go through him to start. Blake Hoffarber is our guest, and Blake, you've been through it where teams have you know tried to take you away, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when that happens in a game, when you, when you, let's, okay, so let's say you go after battle the same way they'd go after you, a shooter like that. How, what has to happen next to be a good team in the Big Ten? How quickly do you have to get to option B and option C and have real plausible, or, or how do you create for those people if, if maybe they are a little bit offensively challenged? Yeah, I mean, I think to, to you know, you, you got to run players to that player, right? And, you know, you can't be just isolation plays. I don't think that's going to be – Minnesota basketball, at least this year, it's going to be more, you know, I don't even want to say pick and rolls, but more off screens and screens and, and back doors and stuff like that, just being crafty and creative. And, you know, Battle does a decent job on slashing and, and, and getting a couple easy buckets too. So I think if you can continue to do that, that's going to be huge. But as we all know in the Big Ten, you know, you can get 
locked up pretty easily if you don't have any other offensive weapons. So I think the Gophers, they do have them. They just got to showcase them and, and create plays where the player, the specific player for the, that play, you know, in that play is, you know, advantageous at that, that skill set. So if you've got a guy that can't shoot the three as well, don't, don't set up a play for him to hit the three, set up a play for him to hit the, you know, free throw line jump yeah. shot or back door or whatever you can whatever you can do it. I think Ben's trying to be creative as much as he can because we all know he was dealt a, a, a tough hand this year with yeah. uh, what all but one guy transferring or two guys, I guess, with, with Curry coming back. But it's uh, they're doing a good job with what they have so far. You know, uh, you played for your uncle, Ken Novak Jr., and, and one of the things I like to study is coaches and, and figure out, you know, who, who knows what, et cetera. And, and I, I forever believe that um, – one of the misperceptions that people have is that as you move up, you're, you're, you must be better at X and O's uh, because you're coaching college or you're coaching pros. And, and I see some of the best X and O's, I think, at, at high school level sometimes. It's just that those, yeah. th- those people have chosen not to try to chase the coaching dream. And, and what your uncle does at, at Hopkins is, is um, create a system where he believes that, you know, you've got to have a basketball IQ. And so you have to understand the context of what you're doing, each possession, how it relates to the game. So you know, one time down the floor, it might be okay to rush the shot. The next time down the floor, hey, you might want three or four passes, but you, but you have to get to the point where you don't even have to coach that. Your team is so in tune that they recognize that. Do you see that in him? And, and is that ultimately what a great coach does is, is once you get to game night, you know what to do, whether you look over to the sideline or not, because you understand the game. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And obviously he's my uncle, so I, I think highly of him. But, you know, I think many people think highly of him and his coaching style, and that's exactly what he does. He tries to coach not players to be a shooting guard or point guard, but to be a basketball player. And to do that, he got to think on the court, right? So a lot of his sets and plays, um, you know, he's got set plays for, for specific, you know, options. But many of his plays or sets, I don't even want to call them plays, is – you know, it's more space it out and, and play what, what what you see, right? So if a defense is overplaying you, right, backdoor them or, you know, keep moving the ball. And a lot of the plays we used to run and they still run are there's many different options. And the guy with the ball has got to make, um, you know, a, a play, right, and an option and decide what he wants to do versus, hey, this is the play we're doing and you got to pass it here and he's got to pass it there. It's more so – if you, you know, do what you see. And that's why I think his teams are always good come March. And those are kind of the, you know, Gonzaga's and Dukes and people like that in college where their teams get better. Then come March, they're playing their best basketball because, you know, the, the team has, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, rapport with each other sure. and trust each other and knows exactly what to do, even if the defense does something unique or, or different. Blake Hoffarber is our guest, yeah, and then basically, you know, you start thinking the game the same way, and it, it becomes a lot of fun. Uh, what, what the heck, Joey Coleman? Did I see him on Bachelorette? He he is, yeah. He. Uh, How about that? Know, and 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 the young lady, Lindsay Young, is from Edina, right? And then he's from Hopkins, and they end up on the same show, both basketball players. That's right. Yeah, I guess he played D one basketball. I think she went to Woodbury, if I remember right. You know, Mike, when you. You probably know this when you get married and you got kids, you know, that that's what I, I do with my wife now, you know, on Mondays you know, she got me watching that show and now it's it's pretty interesting with Joe being on there. I, think I never thought Blake Hoffarber would get to that right. point though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, I'd like to be watching some basketball games, but you know, you gotta you gotta make some sacrifices. Yeah, I understand. Watch shows together. So what? I've been watching it. He's uh, it is interesting because he was just a little guy when I was in high school, and yeah. obviously I played with his brother Dan at the U yep. and in high school for a year. So it's uh, it's coming full circle. I'm the old guy now. What's funny is uh, I didn't realize I, I was doing my radio show, and we and that's up in the monitor, and and uh, and I go, God, you know, that almost looks like Joe Coleman. I didn't know he was on the show, right? And, you know, and, he's and, got a shaved head now. So yeah, he, yeah, you know, and I'm going, my God, I, I, if I didn't know better, I'd swear that was Joe Coleman. And I realized why it looked like Joe Coleman, right? Because it was Joe Coleman, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, he's doing a good job. I haven't seen him in a little bit, but, uh, you know, he seems to be doing well. And I know him and his brother, Dan, are, are doing big things in the real estate world yeah. here locally. And, yeah, he, he's always been a good kid and a good yeah. family. Yeah, good family. Now, the shot clock was approved today, 35-second shot clock for high school sports. Um, my first take on it would be that good basketball players are going to welcome this, uh, and they're going to say, this is great. How do you see it for high school basketball? I think it's long overdue. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I mean, I know some people that, you know, maybe don't have the off- offensive skill set or team to, to, to get a shot up that quick if they're under pressure to get something up. But, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, we, we've seen in years past, I mean, the, the, the teams that have, have, you know, used the strategic way to do it, which I think has been smart in the past, is, is the stall, right? If you're off yeah. the stall. Yeah, if you're the underdog the stall, yeah. It's over-aggressive and starts going for steals and you beat them that way. But, now it's going to change a little bit. I'm glad they made it 35 seconds because anything less than that, I think, would have uh, been pretty tough for some, you know, type of players. But I do think it will benefit the better, you know, the more skilled and talented teams. To be all, to be honest. Yeah. The, the only the only downside is every once in a while you get a blowout, and you know, I, I mean, you're going to have to shoot the ball in 35 seconds, and those blowouts could get pretty big. But maybe that's incentive as well, I guess, to to. Uh, uh, you know, you're going to have to play through that if you're a team that's that's getting beat, uh, et cetera. But I think most people would welcome the, the more difficult part is, and Blake, you know this because you go to a lot of NBA games, you better know what you're doing when you're running that shot clock, right? Because oh, yeah. it's like, did it touch iron or not and all that. That's going to that's gonna be a little bit of a learning curve. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's um, I know back in the day, at least, I was always told that they just, we Minnesota didn't do it at the time because it was going to be costly for all the high schools yeah. to buy the shot clocks and stuff. But you're right, that, that is a – that is a job in itself to figure out when to reset it, et cetera. But, you know, I, I think it's going to be good. And, you know, I think, you know, coaches are going to have to get a little more skilled. And yep. if you think about it, I mean, these possessions weren't lasting a lot of times over 35 no. seconds anyways. So no. for most possessions, I think it's just going to be more psychologically in your head. To yep. Like, oh, boy, we got to get going. Yep. Or you're going to in your head, you're going to go, oh, 10 seconds. Now we go to this play, play whatever it is, as opposed to exactly. we can just wait. Blake, always good to talk to you. We'll do it again soon. Appreciate it very much. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Mike, and uh, happy holidays. Yeah, you too. Blake Hoffarber, nice enough to join us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 